0: Just tuned into the most fantastical, magical podcast entitled Love Mo. I'm your host, Moselle. And if you will allow me, I want to take you on a journey through a life of love and light, pain and hurt, faith and healing, and the melodies they've created. So, without further ado, let's begin. So, today's podcast is actually gonna be a part one and part two to it. Um, It's about the song, The People's Resurrection. Um, It's a conversation with two of my brothers in the music, LaGuardia and Preppy. I'm gonna play the conversation, and within it, the song is shared, but it's talking about the creation of the People's Resurrection. A song that is about empowerment of community. And we've taken the song and really shared it as a way to give reverence to what's going on in our society. So enjoy the conversation. It's full of life, full of laughter. Mind you, these are two fellas that I've grown to love and admire for almost 20 so years. Um, So. My guard is going to be down a bit uh, because they bring out um, so much life and so much energy out of me. And so the conversation goes from, you know, at times uh, very joking, playful, um, but then it turns serious because we are um, black men that believe in what we're talking about and what we see going on. So enjoy the conversation, part one of the people's resurrection.
1: Um, We're actually on well, your podcast. Oh my gosh! But you said we <laughs> have to be serious, so I'll be serious. I was just excited. Well, <laughs>
2: um, I'm going to be editing this regardless. So therefore,
1: no, you better keep all that in. Keep all this in.
2: I'm going to keep a good amount of it. Um, Good. Welcome to Love Mo Podcast, the most magical, fantastical podcast there
1: is. That I does not sound believable to... at all. That doesn't sound believable <laughs> at all. You got to do that junk again. Fantastical and magical and love. I don't. I don't hear any love or fantastic magic in your voice.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: nigga. <laughs> welcome to Love Mo, the most fantastical, magical. That's how I say it. Okay, you yeah, yeah. There you go. There big, you go. Not, not
3: all big. right. I, I, th- I, th- I think we can start now. Yes.
2: <laughs> I'm glad to have with me um, two of the most phenomenal artists that I know as friends and as brothers. I have Mr. LaGuardia. I don't know if I should say your last name, but <laughs> LaGuardia. People don't Let's be
1: here. LaGuardia, LaGuardia proud. Yes, all right. How you doing, everybody? <laughs>
2: And I have with me Preppy. I won't say his name because I'm in his artist mode.
3: Yeah, I'm you know? trying to keep this all serious, uh, you know what I'm saying? A.K.A. Oh, K- A- K-
2: preppy K- Davis. <laughs> like yeah, hey, man, I'm,
3: try- I'm, I'm trying to stay on my grown black sexy vibe, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's what
2: we're calling it. You know? um, uh, most recently, um, we just released the single um, People's Resurrection." and it's a song that is very impactful and very dynamic especially in these days that we're and we're dealing with things um racism that we thought was gone, um was bubbling under the surface has now erupted um in the past couple couple months and we're now faced with addressing issues that were swept under the rug um quite often um so this particular song we're discussing is People's Resurrection, uh, which is a very powerful song for those that have heard it. These are the co-creators of this particular piece. Um, like I said, Nagordia um, is the MC, the rapper on that um, song, and the producer of that dynamic track is none other than Preppy. So the conversation is going to be based upon the, the creation process, and thoughts of the album being created and how it feels with today's climate uh what thoughts upon um what we're experiencing from day to day so i'm going to play the song and then we're going to come back with the conversation of how it's created and our thoughts upon these items
3: yeah let's go (laughs) my
1: my people people, this one's for you I believe in y'all. Listen, listen. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm looking for the people to rise. I'm looking for the people to rise. people to rise. I'm looking for my people to rise. I'm looking for the
3: people to rise. My people, my people. Rise. I'm looking for my people to rise. You am looking for my people to rise. You my people and rise. And you.
1: i looking for the people to rise. I'm looking for my. Now who would crucify the community? Ooh. With nails in the hands, can't hold to the unit. Right. Nails in the feet, can't lead like they used to. No. Thorns in the head like, don't teach nothing, looted. Uh-huh. When stabbed in the side, you don't trust nobody. No. Put to rest in the tomb like, don't touch this body. No. Some left this room uh-huh. to fester and loom. Uh-huh. the people themselves have invested in doom. Yeah. we we'll testing the mood uh-huh. and bless when we do. Uh-huh. There's nothing left to lose that step in them shoes. Because I'm right here with you, try my best to improve. Best. And against all lives could be the best opportunity to Resurrected city yeah. from the resurrection in me. Yeah. So we all rise together, connected in destiny. Uh-huh. I believe in life after death of a city. Uh-huh. I believe in life after death
0: of a city. Uh-huh.
3: know and and keeping with the intro those 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 are some very magical vocals mr. Mose. (laughs) very nice and
1: very nice
2: okay so what I want you guys to do if you can individually um, introduce yourselves um, for me um, give the listeners a bit about your background when it comes to your artistry and then we'll proceed with the conversation, but let's give our listeners the idea of who um, they're listening to. Um, so, Flip McCormick, want to go first.
3: Oh, man. All righty. Uh, go ahead, Aiken. Go ahead. All right. Preppy. Preppy. I
1: need to say Preppy. Go nah, ahead, Preppy. Nah,
2: nah, 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 nah. Calling you a
1: different name on here,
3: whoops. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. It's not so, so good. So, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, man. So, anyways, man. So, I my name yes, my name is Acom, All right, but like my producer name is is Preppy, and I'm a longtime contributor to the whole Mo Faith music movement. I mean, I'm pretty pretty much the unofficial producer for Mo Faith music. Uh, currently, I'm between Mo Faith and uh, like uh, my crew called Soul City, and um, yeah, I'm I, I've been producing music for forever. And, um, man, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how, how I could, like, jazz myself up, you know, make myself look good. But, I mean, really, really and truly, man, like, I, I just really been vibing. And, you know, Moselle's been my brother since forever, forever. So it's not just, like, music. You know, we've actually been cool for, man, I don't, I really don't want to put a timeline on it. But, I mean, like, it's, it's, it's definitely past 15 plus years. So, you know what I mean? That's my brother. And, um, I don't really know like how much more I can really add to that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm the producer. I kind of like you know like to kind of play the background, but sometimes I rhyme if I have to. But I'm not I'm not an MC like uh, Laguardia. He he he's the master of, of, of ceremony, you know what I mean? But um yeah, that's me.
2: Thank you, thank yep, you. Yeah. I was going to pull, pull your MC card because you do do very good job at MCing, so uh, I'm <laughs> glad you said it.
1: I always putting yeah, yourself yeah. down, yeah. trying to be humble so people will be like, "Yo," because you know you put yourself down and people hear you and then they're amazed. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't really be rapping. You know, I'm not really an MC. I just dabble in it. Then they hear it, like, "No, you excellent. Really, you think so? Thank you." That's that's <laughs> how you set yourself up. Okay, yeah. check
3: it out. I make I make beats, but like my MC is my entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> oh nice, what?
1: nice, nice, nice. But he stays entangled in it. That's the difference. He hasn't left the entanglement yet. He stays entangled in it, and that's okay. And entanglement. That's the word of the year. Yep. Oh, Ooh, I had
3: to drop that one. Wow. Wow. <laughs> So
1: right, I am, whoops, I'm sorry, I was like jumping in, I, I, I didn't mean to stop you, go, go ahead and speak on that entanglement. No,
3: no, go? brother, I said it's your turn, I'm, I'm backing up, okay. <laughs> you got the mic, I mean,
1: no, so, so uh, I'm LaGuardia Cross, and Moselle and I, I mean, we've known each other for too long, right, this is going, I almost want to say like, I don't even know, man. 15, 16, 17 years, like, we came up in the same underground uh, Christians trying to be rappers in the church, going to the same events over and over again, doing our songs. We were the audience. We would cheer for each other, then see each other at the next show, basically just preaching to ourselves over and over again. And that was... uh, The underground world we grew up in, so we would collaborate, make songs together, come out with albums, never release it on a label, just put it out there for our friends and family, then do it again, then do it again, then come up with another way to do it again. I think the Moselle at points was the most professional because he was like, he would do the BMI or ASCAP stuff while the rest of us would be sending ourselves letters in the mail to copyright our lyrics and all of that. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, we were just people, just young people trying to understand God, understand our faith, trying to make a ministry out of what we had the best that we could, making these songs. And so, yeah, I mean, I've been rapping since, I mean, eight years old, like Christian home, hearing about Christian rap for the first time. And so since I was in that kind of atmosphere, I'm like, well, if I'm a rap, I'm really only going to be allowed to do this kind of rap. So that was my introduction into it. And then uh, once it became my own, yeah, I was just trying to share my faith in my own unique way, making the music I love to make throughout high school, college. Uh, Then I kind of went into a transition of just questioning. A lot of things I've learned, trying to, like, understand how, the world plays out. I almost became a halfway activist, started making more politically, socially conscious music, um, not telling Moselle the things I was questioning because I saw him this super Christian man, so I didn't want to tell him. I just, just kept him thinking that I was still going to church when I was not, and, uh, <laughs> and I was just, yeah, I just kept doing my music. Kept doing my thing. Music has always been something I, I've loved. So that really is a lot of my, my journey, right? Like from the time I spent uh, questioning faith to then coming back to the church and all the things I learned, I've still been making music. And uh, I don't know if I need to say what I do now, but if, uh, if you've ever seen this black guy interviewing
3: little girls, that's, that's me. That sounds that, that sounds kind of bad. You need to clarify that, brother. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's, uh, yeah.
1: something on youtube called new father chronicles uh i've been doing yeah. for five years documenting the life of my daughters and life as a dad as a first time dad beautiful uh my yeah. wife has allowed me to do that i put myself out there make fun of myself it's been a fun ride you can find us every week every wednesday just go on youtube and look for new father chronicles because i uh, LaGuardia may not be, you know, you may not be able to spell that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh,
2: thank you, LaGuardia. That was, that was, La, 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 LaGuardia has always been extra to me. Now, brother, I would say you have always been extra to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> see? see what I mean? um, and What's so interesting, yet yeah, we do, like both of you guys, uh, we've been doing music. I've been doing music with you guys for a good while after introducing you to each other because um, you guys are so, you know, influential to me in regards to my music. Like, I'm very picky. You guys know I'm very picky about my music. I'm very picky about who I work with. And, for real? Yeah, You know. <laughs> really? That's what we're doing. <laughs> um, oh. But I, only I because no – it's only because, I mean, I think excellence recognizes excellence. And yeah. I can't, it, it, for me, it's important that if I want to vibe with someone, that they're going to be willing to either put be able to be pushed and propelled to the next level, and I expect the same for myself. Um, other than that, then there's no reason for us to really vibe because, I'm going to be trying to get to the next level. You're going to be, like, trying to stay here. Nah, that, you know, Iron shopping's iron. Iron, believe it or not. That is a true statement. Um, and LaGuardia, um, it was 2004. We did, I did the first album, um, Mo Faith Music, the Soundtrack of Life. Um, and that thing we did with Sunday Comes um, had to be, like, a year before that. So I, we had to be, I started vibing about, I want to say, 2000. See, that album came in 2004. That, that song was kind of vibing with us in so 2003. I was in 2002, I think that's when we really started vibing together. Because, um, you know, we did the EP thing between that before I actually released my album. You had already released when Sunday Comes. Um, so it's been a minute. Aikum, that was the second album, was when I met Acre. Um, And that was 2005 um so give a take the year before that so it's probably 2004 um so you it, it's it's pretty um to that focus that's when you did the um what was your first album do you remember your first um uh, album that you so, put on the
3: Love on it the, the first version of lost love okay so i like a long time ago i had done like this uh like when I was really trying to, trying to like explore myself as a producer and trying to like network, I worked on like my first ever release, which was like a <laughs> a mixtape that I did called "The Cross and the Crown." And yeah. um, at the at the time, like I did, I, I kind of was introduced to you through uh, my brother. I mean, I, he was no—he's now known as Young Israel. Oh, sorry, Jacob Israel. But at the time when he first came out, he was Young Is. And he put me on to you because you had worked with him. And then ever since then, we just kind of connected and, man, just continued working and just became brothers.
2: Yes, yes definitely. So both of you, brothers, I love you, my brothers, and I respect you, both of you, for what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, Gordon, you've done an awesome job, especially with the New Fathers Chronicles. Um, definitely keep doing your thing um the acre with Soul City. It's amazing. It's like you feel like that whole hip hop nation's uprising every time you hear Soul City. So that's the cool thing. Um, so jumping right into the song that played um People's Resurrection. Yes. Uh, which is a song that I think really speaks to today's climate and what we see, what we're experiencing, um, And I would say for me, um, I literally uh, was thinking the other day, this has to be what the civil rights is something we felt like. And to be living through a time like this, yeah, it looks different, but it's the same issues, um, same things that are being put before us. Um, in our generation that our parents dealt with, that our grandparents, that we even, that, like, it could go, it's been going on for years and years and years. Um, yeah. So when I, when I think about people's resurrection, um, it really speaks to me as a, a black male, me as a black individual, like African-American, you want uh, whatever, just a black person in general. It speaks to me in so, on so many different levels. Um, we want to definitely discuss the creation of it, which I think, um, LaGuardia, you are actually the the seed planter when it comes to this particular song. Um, right. Can you give right. a little background to that, um, how that came mm-hmm. about?
1: Yes. This song came together 10 years ago. My gosh, if you can believe that, 10 years oh, ago, which oh, is no oh. surprise that you see things. Uh, repeating themselves when it comes to things that we need to do as a people, yeah. as a community, Like None of that is a surprise, right? I mean, <laughs> this has been going on for a lot longer than just the past 10 years. So uh, that was a time that a group called Urban Resurrection was looking for a song that could represent them because they've been doing work in the community for a while. And What they basically do is they will move into an area They will get to know the people, find out the needs of the folks there, and really just help them do what they do, right? Like they don't come into an area and say, hey, we see what y'all got messed up. Here's the fix. We're going to come in and save you. They really just want to support the community by really just uh, standing alongside them. So they were looking for something that could be – a theme song because I know Lori was a part of uh, urban resurrection, which was, uh, one of the things that they were doing, which was built around this open mic event that they were doing where people in the community would come through and do spoken word, rap songs, all different kinds of, of things. So I was, I was trying to take into consideration everything that they stood for and everything that I was learning at the time. Cause I was, uh, I was in a place of questioning a lot of things, right? Like I was, uh, I still had faith in God, but I was getting more socially conscious, more socially aware because I come from a very conservative household, it's a conservative Christian mm-hmm. household. And and uh, activism and consciousness, I mean, that's kind of, You know, like, it it was more past tense when it came to the world I was in. Like, there weren't people in my family actively stepping out to do things politically or marching in the streets or doing anything to, like, push a certain campaign. Like, people just kind of shared their opinions amongst themselves. So, yeah, this was my way of really trying to take the things I was learning, put it into a song, and hope that it could help people want to awaken their minds, want to want to rise up, stand up for what they believe in, not feel like they just got to accept whatever is going on around them. And uh that was a time. That was before the Black Lives Matter hashtag. Like that was oh, We were just making the song. Yeah, like that had that did not not exist yet. So we were just uh Making us, Yeah, I was making a song for our, our people, but it was a general, like, let's stand up for our rights. Let's, let's stand up for what we believe. It was as simple as that, but I tried to uh, put Christ in it at the same time because cause I was thinking about the same way Christ was able to resurrect. I want the things that we feel like are dead to be able to resurrect for us as a community.
2: Mm. Um, and, and what was so funny about that is uh, you can hear that all in the lyrics, you know, from the the, the tune, from the, the piercing and the siree, all of that. But before we were really to get into that particular, the lyrical content, um, I don't remember exactly how, well, I know, I know Aka was, the may have to be around because Aka made the I'm, I'm sorry, Preppy, I'm sorry, <laughs> Preppy made the, um, made the track, um, and so, well, I guess it's a matter. of The question for you, prep, would be: How did it feel to once you heard the lyrics that would be put on your music? Cause I don't know exactly how I asked you to do the track. I don't know. It's just I, I'm sure I admit, I asked you for a track, um, and that's what you gave. You uh, remember it?
3: Nah. So, uh, so 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 here, here's the thing, man. If 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 we really just want to take it back, like you know, like. For the way that you and I have always worked together, especially when it came to like Mo Faith and even Faithville, my sound from the very beginning has always been kind of sample-based, soul-based, kind of like that that whole kind of feel. And I mean, on top of that, you know, like my family, I, I, I'm I, I like to call myself born Jamaican. I mean, there's, there's actually like a group that went by that name, but like my family is from Jamaica, but I was born here. And so but when it comes to, like, our history and just even the way that we kind of came up, protest has always been in our music and in our culture and in our history. And so, like, it doesn't matter, like, where you kind of come from per se. If you are, like, a black person or pretty much, I mean, especially, like, in, in our current climate, if you're an immigrant of any, you know, whether you're legal or illegal, there's a level to where, like, you're brought into like the struggle that's existed here but i mean like coming from jamaica you know like our our our, our country you know what i'm saying is it's birthed out of slavery as well and so like when you think of like the people that kind of made a lot of our music you know what i'm saying like from like the 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 roots reggae you know whether it's bob marley or you know any of like the the roots artists there's always a level of talking about like the plight of the poor, the poor man, and and the downtrodden, and and just always moving to uplift people through song. And so I feel like when when I heard of a, of the concept and the idea, you know, like I just kind of like you know sat down and and really just tried to to create something that kind of captured the essence of. Of what you guys were trying to talk to, you know, kind of, kind of speak on, and then like it's, it's interesting that like at the time when we were all doing this, you know, like we all, I mean, I can't speak for y'all man, but I grew up on dead prayers and and all like that kind of, you know, more conscious, and I hate to say conscious because I think that there's always a stigma that goes along with with the, with the word conscious, but just people being mindful of. You know the the situations that we grew up in. I mean, like, man, even the cast who even like the sample, there's like a level of that of that uh, that pain and and like that that forward movement. You know, what I mean, I, I know like if if any of really watch like the um, the one join on uh, on Netflix, like my my mind is, is 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 missing me, man. But like in in that particular Netflix. Series. It's like the Marvel joint. I'm having a brain freeze. <laughs> but like the the tagline that they had in that was always always forward. You know what I mean? And so I feel like um when it came to this song, I felt like there there was just definitely like a forward movement. Like, yo, we just like LaGuardia said, like you trying to uplift the people and trying to have people move forward. And you know, like when it comes to music, people you know, in times past when things weren't as challenging they kind of write off, write this off, you know, as just being like, ah, you know, like it's cool to have positive music, but now when, when we see where we are, I kind of look at this song as being ahead of its time, you know, for you know, in, in many, you know, sense of 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 that word and or that term I should say, and I feel like man, I, I was just kind of blessed to to kind of you know contribute to towards that because I feel like man, it's definitely a voice. That like people are more ready to to hear and to turn to rather than just listen to just I don't want to say just turn up because people always listen to, listen to turn up music but I just feel like people are more open to kind of like hear music that is provoking like their <laughs> their consciousness <laughs> and so like man I'm I, that's kind of how I look at it
2: okay. Um... And I would um, say my my connection with the song definitely was through Laguardia telling me what you know what he's what he's looking for, um, and telling that information to Preppy and then hearing um, Laguardia's verse because I, I think I was trying to figure out well what am I gonna say <laughs> what am I gonna you know but after hearing LaGuardia's, hearing Laguardia's verse. Um, it was actually an inspiration from my verse, um, understanding what he was talking about, understanding the purpose, understanding, you know, you hear the verb, you hear the chorus, I'm looking for my people to rise. And you hear mm-hmm. everything, the resurrection, you hear all the things dealing with the resurrection from the person to the side, um, nails in the hand, and how it's correlating, co- 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 correlating to um, what growth looks like for people. Um, it automatically gave me the insight to, on my verse, to start off with, um, I believe in paradise can rise from the ashes of um, of life through time. Meaning even though a, 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 there's a group of people broken, hurt, um, almost on the verge of being demolished, that in the ashes we know when you when – you, um, when there's a forest fire, they usually light another fire to stop the fire from burning and you have left with the ashes. But something always survives in those ashes where those ashes become fertilizers. Those ashes become, you know, that necessary push for something else mm-hmm. to begin to grow. And for me, the Worders verse inspired that particular mindset for me to to speak that. Into my my verse and and write in a manner where, you know, there's hope. There's something that can come from all of the destruction that we're seeing and and looking at. There's, you know, something that good can come from it. Um, And so that's how I felt, you know, about when I had to write to that particular song. Um, So I guess the question now is um, given today's climate, what do you guys see? well, first off, Legoria, did you want to say anything particular about your verses, um, your lyrics, um, your creation of your lyrics?
1: Oh, it it really like I'm trying to remember. Um, do you remember back then? Was I writing some of that stuff with you there? Because I feel like I, w- I feel like we had um, I had to talk to you for you to be able to do the beat. I don't know if the beat was already done. That that that's the thing I don't remember. Do you remember, like, the process when we in the same place?
2: I think um, I, what, it, what it was, I think you told me what you were trying to do, and I relayed that information over to Acom, and then Acom sent the track over where he felt from it, and it fit. Um, right. And I shot it to you, and you wrote your verse first.
1: Okay, um, okay.
2: And then I basically, like I, said, I basically bounced off, you know, because you had a more because you were connected to, you know, to Lori. Um, and right. I didn't get connected to Lori until, like uh, say a, a couple of years later. Um, but um, you you were working closely with Lori, and the whole um, I forgot what you, the organization was which you had mentioned earlier.
1: Urban um, And so you had, yeah. better, you
2: had you had a better grasp on what was needed for the song. Um, so that's why I guess, I, I bounced off of whatever you put out you gave you sent right. back and just added right. to that um and then you know cuz you know you you always had you always had that people's movement. like you just said like I didn't know how you just told us uh, basically that you were really into figuring things out when it comes to um movements and things like that so that was right. my mind said it my mind said right make it right. some bumping awesome gospel music. They make some music some <laughs> gospel music to ride out mm-hmm. too, to some bass it too. So that was my mindset. So you you helped shift my focus in regards to um what was needed for the song at the time.
1: Okay. So Okay. Um,
2: but go ahead and no, um, good. <laughs> So what were you but um but <laughs> your lyrical content, um what you know what I guess the question is, what made you relate that to um, the resurrection?
1: Cause the title is yours. No, because it, it, it literally was like, since the organization was called Urban Resurrection, I was like, all right. Um, how can it? because I, I knew that faith and God and Christ and all that was at the center of what they believed too. So even though, or I shouldn't even say even though it's like activism and faith was present at the same time. So I was trying to tie the two together. And so when I started thinking about what a resurrection means, I was like, well, people, yeah, our community could be resurrected the same way as Christ. So I was trying to play off of that as I wrote it, because it's a heavy thing for an organization that is doing, in my opinion, more work than anything I, I was doing. I was like, if I'm a write for them, like I, I really want it to be something that they can use for a long time that's going to be able to stand for what they believe in, and I want to put a lot of thought into the words I use and how I put it together. So that's really what it was. And, I mean, Akem has always been the one, the most, I mean, Preppy has always been the one uh, ever since. Like, I heard his beats that like he just – it's just a a, a vibe like he just understands he just understands that's what i should say hip-hop of a certain era of a certain field of a certain like he can just capture that incredibly easy so hearing that was a large part of the motivation to write like that and i knew that's the kind of thing that they would get behind and want and so uh all the pieces yeah knowing the organization uh, preppy being involved, and then I was like, I gotta get somebody powerful to be able to sing on this song too. And, and so, like, I just, I just didn't see it as like it's only meant for just a rapper because what Urban Resurrection is combines so many things. Uh, when it comes to artistic and musical talent, having you in there was was, was perfect because um, that was the t- look, man. We were in that time. We all, even before that time, I mean, all of us used to talk about, like, one day Moselle's going to blow up. So we were just trying to get you before that took place, right? We were like, let's just, let's just get them now while the prices are low
0: because
1: we know it's not going to last long. So let's just go ahead and get it. Without, hey, let, ask him to do a fee He's letting us use his studio. He don't even know because our time is running out. Let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> um, it was so funny. I i recall y'all saying that. That was that is has to be yeah. funny. Prince Jake used to say that too. Like, hey, overdown used should say I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Are you serious? oh um, but honestly, um uh, respect, thank you. Um, so I guess the question I want to ask you prep, um, is after hearing the elements after hearing what has been laid down on something that you produce, as a, as a producer of a track that you produce, after hearing what was put on it, how did that make you feel?
3: Hello.
1: That that, that question is for for me or Preppy.
3: Preppy.
1: Yeah, that, that that's what I well, thought. That's why I was quiet. I was quiet. Oh my bad, my bad. Yo, my my <laughs> I'm bad. Bad. Wait, I'm out yeah. of it. No, he's trying to build up, like, that that anticipation. You know, he put yeah. that silence a bit on purpose so we would all be attentive.
3: Yeah, okay.
1: Hey, y'all paying attention? Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we definitely paying attention now.
3: All right, so long.
1: Now, all of the out, listeners yo. have tuned out now, but we are paying attention.
3: Oh, 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 oh. yo, that was hot. Yeah. That's what yeah. I thought uh, when I heard it. I was like, yeah, that was hot. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm messing. So I mean, yo, listen. When I make beats, man, like I I definitely get in like a certain zone, and so like sometimes I have an idea of what something's gonna kind of turn out and 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 kind of become. But I remember like when I heard this, it was like, oh, this is this is like a like a theme song. You know what I mean? Like it 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 really felt like. Like the song of a of, of a of a movement, and so like when when I heard like the finalized like or the version to where it was ready to to be put out, I was like, man, it really just had like that that it that it feel, you know what I mean? And and I felt like all of the lyrics were just very impactful and just um, you know what I'm saying? Like it 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 definitely felt like. The, the voice of our time, and so I, I just remember as soon as I heard it, man, like, I I, I, I hit up um Mozilla, you know, immediately, because, you know, like, we, like, the way that we kind of, like, you know, get stuff back and forth between each other was always, like, Dropbox, and so, like, you know, I'll, I'll get the random, the random text, like, yo, check this out and let me know what you think, and so I I heard it, and I was, and immediately, he, he, he know how it go when i'm when i'm like in it like he, he get the phone call asap and so calling him back like yo this is this is this is crazy and so man like it it, it definitely was something i felt proud of because you know like i i get the opportunity to work with like a lot of artists but you know like when it's people that you that that you call your people and they 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 just kind of like you know supersede like what you had even imagined that something could could really turn out as it was, this is definitely one of like those, those moments. And as you can see, even though it's been a minute since the song and in, in, initial inception, when you put out something that, or put something together that's really like classic and timeless and also just has like a lot of meaning. I mean, it could speak to not just future generations, but it, it could speak to the times and, you know, like, uh, Especially in in, in uh, the times that we're living in, man, I, I feel like it's it's very very applicable and and it, it really can help people just be inspired to to really connect. You know what I'm saying? Like Christ and also being involved in in social issues. And I mean, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for y'all, man. But I feel like for a lot of people if they really struggle with what that really looks like you know because for me like um i'm i'm kind of in the midst of like a a multicultural kind of context and so you know like within the black church man like we've been you know doing it and we, we we've been you know i mean like involving christ within like protests and and also just like moving our country along and um like right now, being in the, again in the midst of a, a, a multicultural kind of like context, like a lot of them struggle with that because for some of my friends and some of like you know my brothers and sisters, they've always been told that uh, we don't do social issues, we just preach the gospel and so you know um being encouraged by by this song, especially in in, in um, you know, today's kind of like context and history has just been a blessing. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, hopefully that, um, that, was, that was a good answer. Yeah.
2: That was a good answer. No, you get an F. You do not pay F. You started to talk about it because um, being that you have a diverse family, a multicultural family, um how has that been the, the how has that what's all going on how has that been give me a short version of it um um not to oh, you know yeah. push it off, but you know for time sake um how has that been
3: so i mean it's it's kind of funny because since um you know the birth of this song um, I want to say that, like, if you fast forward to, like, you know, when, uh, a lot of, like, the police shootings was, was kind of going on, man, like, I just remember feeling like, man, like, I don't know why I feel, like, extra than everybody else, but just really felt, like, a, a burden. And so, um, you know, when Trayvon was, was, was murdered, I remember uh, just kind of, it was kind of close to like a Saturday, you know what I mean? Like kind of like right before church. And so it was like, man, God, I, I'm feeling some type of way. And I just pray that, you know, when I, when I go to worship tomorrow that, you know, somebody will say something cause I'm, I'm just toe up. And sure enough, man, I went to church the next day and really like it was just kind of business as usual. And I just remember feeling real broken and just kinda hurt by that and um I remember just feeling like you know, again, being in the midst of like a multicultural context, when when I when I say multicultural, you know, I'm I'm really trying to be uh politically correct in, in, in the way I'm phrasing it. You know what I mean? But um <clears throat> just just uh just not really like knowing like how, how to how to feel, like, you know, like we we find like unity and just talking about like you know theology and doctrine but just silence on on stuff that's really affected me personally you know what i mean I, I i definitely know to a certain degree by experience you know what racism feels like and and also like unjust police practices man and and like you said i i'm not really going to go too deep into it for time's sake because i know that all three of us on on this call can attest to some some level of negative experience with law enforcement and even racism. You live in the South, even though I'm, 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 I'm I'm a New York boy living in the South and it's just interesting, just, you know, the history behind that. So anyways, as this is going on, man, like I also had a crisis of faith, like, you know, like uh, LaGuardia has said, you know what I mean? Like really just saying like, God, like, is this like your response to injustice and, is this really just like how Christians are supposed to like, you know, move and 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 so just this kind of feeling like I, I was just kind of floating like, man, like where do I even land or do I even touch down and and so part of that you know I had like a lot of brothers that I kind of leaned on even during this time I definitely you know was, was hollering at uh Hello. Moselle you know I had I have my my best friend Rudy and he was just kind of holding me down even though he was dealing with his own emotions, and he's like, man, you can never, you know, turn your back on on Christ, man, because Christ is holding you down, and on top of that, like,
0: these are things that
3: he dealt with. Hello? Hello? Hello?
1: Yep, I'm I'm still here, and I hope Mozel's here. (laughs) Because that would be real sad if he dropped off now. Yeah.
3: Oh, no, no. No, we we can still keep going. No,
1: keep keep going because it's still recording.
3: Oh, it is still recording.
1: It it should be.
3: It should be. I could, cause I I I I heard that 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 Windows ninety five, you know, <laughs> sound. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they still they they still using that old school technology, man. And, and of <laughs> course, as um as I oh I'm wait wait wait, I think he's back. Are you back, bro?
1: There
2: there he is.
1: There he is. You see, we
3: just just
1: experienced on this phone an urban resurrection. And that's incredible. (laughs) That's incredible. (laughs) Lori would be proud.
0: And there you have it. Part one of the people's resurrection. Um, As you can see, my brothers and I, um, we have an awesome time conversing about music, about life, about various important topics that need to be discussed. So definitely tune in again to catch part two of The People's Resurrection. To then, love hard, love deep, and love free. Love mo.